What's up, world renowned family? Welcome to the 2 6. I am your host, Neil Oates Jr., and we have a very special, and by special, I do not mean uh, gifted, talented, or anything like that. I mean special, like this <laughs> help. We have a special guest in the house, Alex Alberin. Alberin? Uh, I, I don't even know why I agreed to do this. Uh, this because is because you love me. Hold on, hold on, wait. Dude, don't, don't jump, don't, don't beat me up yet. Alex Alberin, uh, CEO and founder of Alberin Sports Group, a CEO and founder of Unstung Media, and former CEO of Slim Pickens Mills uh, because he was ousted by the board. Um, they no longer uh, wanted him as their head of business because they said, you're Slim Pickens, but you don't know anything about meals. What's up, sir? How are you doing today? Doing well. Doing well. Excited to be on the show. All right. So uh, the way this is going to work, 26 minutes of uninterrupted, uncut, unedited interview, and we're going to get ready to rock and roll. You ready, sir? Yes, sir. All right. You are now on the clock. Um, so first of all, thank you for doing this with me. I do want to let people know that they're going to get 26 minutes, but I've just had to endure 20 minutes of Alex trying to get ready. Um, you're looking very well technical shaved, issues. Sir. Wait, technical issues. Thank you. Yeah. After They're that. just technical issues. Yeah. No. So no. You, look, you look well shaven. Go ahead. Did you shave today? I just shaved just for this show. I didn't yes. even I didn't even know that you shaved, sir. So I I do appreciate yeah. that. So Once a I, month. Mm -hmm. I do want to jump in and just let people know. You know, I've already told them who you are and a little bit about mm -hmm. what you do. But could you give us a brief snippet, um, just about who Alex Alberin is and what it is that you do have done or are doing in the future? So yeah, just like you said, I have a marketing company called Unsung Media. And I have a sports management company Wait, stop. called Pan, Alberin stop. Sports. Pan. Yes. Oh, oh, she walked outside. Okay, I was going to yeah. say pants. That's how everyone can see her. All right, go ahead. Anyways, so I'm also a college student. Right now, I just got my AA. And that's basically, I met Neil at church, potential church, around nine to 10 months ago, unfortunately. And yeah, I've been dealing with him ever since. So You say unfortunately story. because you should have met me years ago so I could... Um, you know, steer you in a little better path than you're already on. But now, so you, you say that you're a college student, but you're doing, you know, these other ventures, these entrepreneurial ventures. What yes. got you started uh, with wanting to do something as far as businesses and start your own things? So the funny thing is the first business I actually started was when I was 18 coming out of high school. Okay, stop. Literally, you say, yes. you say when you were 18, let's tell the people how old you are right now so they can have some perspective because yeah. they may think that you're 18 right now, but you're so much older than 18. Go ahead. So much. I'm 20. Okay. So, so when mm -hmm. you say 18, we were talking a year and a half, two years ago. Um, a solid two years. A solid yeah. two years. And so mm -hmm. a lot of what we're going to talk about is what has happened in the two years and just a little bit before. Right. Okay. Yes. So, so now that we have that uh, framework, go ahead. Yeah. So I was 18. It was the July after I graduated high school the month before in June. And a family friend asked me if I can cook healthy food for them, healthy meals. And I cooked meals for them and then more people and then more family and friends. And then that's basically how I started the business. I don't like cooking. <laughs> I'm not really, that's why I really stopped that business because it wasn't my passion. I didn't love doing it, but 
it was still a great experience and a great way to get involved in business at a young so, age. So as far as the, you said good experience, what was one of the, yeah. I guess, best lessons you learned uh, while you were operating Slim Pickens? The biggest lesson I learned is that you have to invest back into the business in terms of marketing because I really didn't know exactly, you know, how to structure my marketing whether I should do Facebook ads or set up a referral program, email marketing, I really didn't have any idea. It was just all word of mouth and referrals. And it got to a certain point where I literally had zero meals one week, no meals to make. So that wasn't good. So I really had to go and basically figure out exactly how I should get customers and how I should invest the money back into the business. And, you know, it was, it went back up and it was, you know, a roller coaster of revenue. But in the end, that was probably the biggest lesson I learned is that you just have to really See, if this is the business that you want to pursue for the rest of your life, then you need to invest into it, especially in the marketing. Okay. So when you decided, so, so pretty much Slim Pickens just came about, I don't want to say by accident, but it's not something that you were initially looking, that you started the business no. and then went looking for customers. You had some customers and then you grew into a business, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So after, you know, you said that you had to learn, you had to figure out how to go after customers. Where were some of the places, what were some of the resources that you used uh, to find out um, where, where, where to begin? So I just read a lot of any type of marketing book I could find at Barnes and Nobles and books by Gary Vee, Brian Holiday, just on every aspect of marketing, whether it be content marketing, social media marketing, paid advertising, PR, just to learn everything I could about marketing. And that's basically where I learned most of my information about marketing. Now, now from the learning for the Slim Pickens, and, and I know that you started feeling, you know, more in tune with the marketing side of it. So when you went to learn as far as how to, you know, market your business, did that have anything to do with the birth of Unstung Media? Oh, definitely. Because I felt that my strong suit wasn't cooking. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say my meals were bad, but I'm not going to say I had chef quality food, to be honest. Hey, time out, time was, out. So yeah. did you get anyone sick? Did anyone get E. coli, Ebola, epilepsy, whatever you can get from your food? As, as of today, and I, you know, maybe, maybe not, I don't know. You're supposed to say happened. no. It's possible. You're supposed to say no, man. I can't, who knows, it might have happened. I personally don't know. So I would have to say probably not. Okay. Um, yeah. As legal counsel for Slim Pickens Mills, I do want to say that we did not close the business <laughs> because of the- um, We did not, that is true. The FDA, none, this guy right here. Man, I'm, we're going to have you in front of my hundreds of thousands, I mean my 15 viewers, and you're going to say you don't know. If any of you guys order from Slim Pickens, I apologize. And if you think you had the flu or something, you guys can find Alex Alberin at 555-5555. Okay. No, so, I mean, to be honest with you, that's really the reality of a food business is people are going to get sick. It's just the way it is. If you're making, I was making thousands of meals, literally thousands of meals. Thousands. So there, there's definitely going to be one person that has something in their food. So that's the thing. It's just a part of the business. I can't lie and say no. Well, don't be super honest. Just don't not lie. Okay, don't say no. Say um, next question, please. Come on. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, we, so let's just say I don't think so. I don't think so. But anyways. Probably not. Probably not. All right. Yeah. All 
All right, people, see what you just saw here was live coaching. And this is the way life really happens when you have someone who is too honest. He's just too honest for his own good. So let me ask you, Alex, what has been mm -hmm. your motivation um, even going through school? Because you say you're still a college student. You just got your mm -hmm. associates. So what's been your yep. motivation to continue this entrepreneurial track and not just say, all right, I'm just going to be a student and I'm going to get allowances from my parents? Gotcha. So first of all, I just don't like having a boss. Simply mm -hmm. put, I was a basketball scorekeeper in high school and I had a few good bosses, a few bad bosses, but I just don't like somebody not only being able to tell me what to do, but then basically having control of my fate and my future to where I can get fired tomorrow for no reason. Even if it's not my fault, I have no control over my, what I'm getting paid and exactly what type of raises I'm going to get. So for me, it's just, I, there's no way I'm going to invest as much time and work as hard as I need to if I'm working for somebody else and building their brand. Now, so may, I, may, I, may I interject right there for a moment, sir? Yes. I know mm -hmm. you say you don't like boss, you don't like being told what to do. Um, just question, just can I get personal for a moment? Yeah, sure. Girlfriend, or are you single? Right, mm, it's complicated. Oh. I have to say, yeah, it's complicated. It's complicated. Now, would the person who is complicated with, would they say you have a girlfriend or that you're single? You'd have to ask them. It's mm. complicated. It's one of those things, you know? Mm, really? Because I looked at your Facebook bio, man, and Facebook <laughs> says that you're single. <laughs> it's complicated. Well, I mean, I think you only really use Facebook on a daily if you're over the age of 35. No. I'm more no. of an Instagram guy. So, sorry. So, maybe I didn't update that yet. No. So, Instagram, I have not seen a single photo or mention of or a tag of you in any photo either with a young lady. I'm, I'm, I'm just like asking, brag, you know? Okay. All right. So, so I'm, I apologize for digressing. Um, right is this, now- Is this podcast? Like, what is this right No, now? this is Come just on, a two guys. six. It's unedited. So this is for everyone. This has nothing to do with business mm -hmm. at all. I want to make sure I got that clear. Uh, I guess I should have done a better job explaining that before you agreed to be on. But hey, it's my show that might get edited out. No, it won't because this is 26 unedited. The good news cool. is the good news is you're already 10 minutes in and it's been super easy, super light. We have not even done any heavy sparring yet, which mm -hmm. I know that you are afraid of anyway. So let me ask you, sir, 20 years old, going through college, opening businesses. Um, mm -hmm. Do you feel like you've made any sacrifices right now? And if so, what have they been? Definitely. I would say number one would be the amount of time I get to spend with friends because my priority list in life has to do with family, business, staying healthy, church, and that's basically it. So anything else that's not on my top four or five list really doesn't get that much time. I mean, I still have friends that I talk on the phone with and things like that, but I have missed a lot of parties and get togethers due to, you know, having family, church, work, and all of that combined with school. Okay. Now, now, when you talk about mm -hmm. your, your friends, do you have any friends that are on, that are on the similar path as you? Um, someone that you can look to your left or right and say, okay, we're moving at the same pace at the same speed? Yes, but they're 40. <laughs> so nobody my age, really. I mean, there's, there's a few people that are 30, 28, nothing really similar to my age, though. No. Okay. Now, how, how did, so your old friends that you have, all these old- I didn't say old, they're just 40, you know, 40 is near 30. Okay, all of us yeah. decrepit few. Um, 
that, that are in your life, where did you go about finding these people? And would they consider you a friend as well? And, and I'm, I'm asking you, uh, do you think that they would consider you a friend as well? Because there is a disparity in the, in, in the ages. So you're saying, are my friends my real friends? Maybe. Or, they th or maybe they think of me as like a mentor. Like, they're, or they're my mentor. Kind maybe, of. yes. Gotcha. I mean, it depends on the person. I don't know. But I mean, for the most part, I feel that we're friends because even though I'm young, once they talk to me, they see that I'm not really the average 20-year-old in what I think about and how I speak. So I would say for the most part, friends, but who knows? Maybe okay, some of them think differently. Where, where did you meet these people? Um, how, how did they come into your life? Because it's not in a, I'm assuming that it's not in the college classroom. It's not hanging out at no. parties, you know, it's no. not at the gym. So, so where, where are you finding these people uh, in your life that, that are your older, more mature friends? Well, networking events for business, church, uh, the boxing gym. I've been actually a really good amount of business people there that I'm close with. So that's basically it. Like you said, I don't, I don't really go to social outings. So it's really hard for me to meet new people besides, you know, church, gym, and networking. So. Okay. So you, you mentioned boxing gym and we know that Auburn sports group, you're, you're managing uh, fighters. Um, let, let us see. Give me a gun if you don't mind, sir. Let, let me see what you got. Um, there. I, I wish I could, and I would love to, but I have, two hands on my phone right now okay so, holding if, up and so if, if, if yeah. that's the case let me see the massive chest muscles the the, the pecs do can, can we see the pecs you see that's the thing that's why they call it a boxer's chest because when you box you don't really worry about is my chest big and things like that you just worry about like can i knock the other guy out but can you I don't, knock you, you out that's what i think about you yeah. think if you, you you're when you're boxing you think can i knock neil out I mean, no, I'm not thinking, can I? I mean, I could, so it's not really more of a, okay. a question. Right. It's just a statement. Just a yeah. statement. All right, so, so you're not going to show the people any guns, no muscles, no pecs, no, no chest jump, nothing? We, we nothing? I got some shirtless pics on my Instagram. Yeah, if they want to check out my Instagram, I got some, got some pics there. Okay, Instagram. What, what, what's your yeah. Instagram, sir? It's at Alex C. Alba. Alex C. Alba, A-L-B-A. All right. All right. So, so th that's for those of you who want to follow this young man. I follow him just so I can mock him and make fun of his uh, photos and all of his posts. Now, Alex, who are some of your role models, sir? Uh-oh. I, mean, I don't really... Did, did you hear me? I mean, I guess you could say, yeah. Oh, oh there, there was a long pause yeah. there. Yeah. I, I definitely... About I don't really think about it too much like that. I mean, I would guess I would say my dad, of course, because he's been through a lot and he's really, you know, on the up and up in life and he's gone through a lot of ups and downs in his childhood and even in adult life. So I think just with his perseverance and dedication to being a father, dad. And besides that, not too many. I mean, okay. I, I, maybe they're role models, but maybe I don't think of them like that. So. All right. L let, let me ask you a question. Have you told your dad that he's your role model? Yeah, like once or twice. Wait, I'm sorry? Not an affectionate family. <laughs> like once or twice. Yeah, once or twice. Okay, well, yeah. it, would, it would be great. I, I know all dads, me as a dad, every dad mm -hmm. wants to hear, Dad, you're pretty cool. Well, even if he's not cool, you can say, I look up to you. I think you're a role model. I think that would be a great, um, 
a great ad bonus. Yeah. And that, that's unsolicited, unsolicited advice, but that's something that I give very well. Oh, would you tell the people what you said uh, to me the other day when we were talking on the phone? Do, do you recall? After you said recall. that I was Sorry. handsome, that I was intelligent, and you said, you know what, Neil, you're always right. And then you said, maybe not always, but you're the majority of the time you're right. Do you recall saying that? Did I say that? I don't. I, I do you have the tape on that? I don't really... Hmm. Do you have a recording of it? I don't really. As a matter of fact, I do record. So, so this is something that people will find out now. I record every phone call that is made, uh, even though that it is illegal. So I will be adding that audio to this call right here. I mean, to this video. So you guys will hear that in a moment. Wait, do you have it right now? No, I don't have it right now. I'm because my phone is right. here. Gotcha. So I'm going to put it when the video plays back. Wait, just wait. And that was the audio of Alex Albert and everyone saying that I am greatest, that I'm always right. All right. So no, me... I, what I said was when, what I said about Neil was when you're right, you're right. He always has a lot of great advice for me. So I will say that Neil is definitely a, a solid advice giver. I, I role model. Yeah, I guess you could maybe say that. I would maybe say advice giver. Is that a word? I think it is now. All right. So, <laughs> so a few months ago I was on your podcast and yes. we started talking about legacy. And mm -hmm. this was a video. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. By the way, I'm, I'm, I'm off the boat. I'm not changing it. So, yeah. You, you're, not, you're, not, you, you're not changing your last name. Okay. I named my new company Alvarez. Hey, I'm just asking. I don't know. Yeah. So, we were, I was on your show and the question about legacy and do you think about your legacy come mm -hmm. and does it ever come up? And I know you mentioned, well, no, I don't think about my legacy and because we talked about you changing your last name from Albert to Alba and that sort of stirred up some feelings in the family. Mm -hmm. And you were like, no, nah, they, they're not going to care. But I was talking to your <laughs> they dad. Did. I was talking to your dad and apparently he did mm -hmm. care about you changing your last yeah. name. And mm -hmm. I, I know that you guys had maybe just a conversation in passing. He was like, dude, what, what the heck are you talking about? So let me ask you right now, have you thought about your legacy and what um, is going to be what Alex Albrin is going to stand for uh, in the future? Honestly, not enough, sadly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because when, I'm, when you're young and I'm young, so I can say this, it just seems like we're just so focused on building a career and making money. So like, I'm not, not to say I don't think about legacy, but it's really not my number one thought right now like I don't have any kids and I know when you're probably a parent you think about the legacy you want to leave for your kids and your family name so I'm definitely going to think about it more but as of right now I don't really have an exact idea on my legacy and what I want it to be okay so so let me ask you this at what point do you think you're going to begin thinking about legacy once I earn enough money to where I'm super comfortable and I really don't have to worry about money anymore then I'm going to be thinking about the next level like okay now you don't really have to work for money. Then what's your point of even doing what you're doing? You know, and, so. and this is perfect because this is unscripted and I'm glad you went there. Do you know, and, and this is a question, you know, and that statement is a way a lot of people think, not just young people, but they'll say, when I have enough. Um, do, you, do you know when enough is enough? Do you have, like, how will we know? How will you know when you, will, is there a dollar amount that when you hit that much, you say, all right, I've done it, I've made it. I mean, we all have a certain number. No, do, For me, do, it's not do you know your millions number? of dollars even? Yeah, yeah, I do. 
hold on, let me, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. now, b- because, so if it's the money, because something that my wife and I, we found out, and we are um, just a, a bit older than you, um, she stopped working in May. She, she quit her uh, job where she had been working for a number of years and started her own uh, business. And like, for instance, today, we were at the beach for three hours on a Friday, right? So, so that was cool. But we have missed her income. But then we came back and as we were walking on the beach today with maybe six or seven other people on the beach, we said, this is what life is about, right? Um, and, and something that, you know, you said was, well, when, I, when we get enough and I don't have to worry about mm-hmm. money. Um, yeah. What if, and, and I ask you this question, and then I'll tell you why I'm asking this question. Um, mm-hmm. So do you have a time frame of, as far as years, when you expect to be at the point where you're no longer worried about money? I have an idea, not maybe okay. a specific time frame, but an idea. And, and, and you have a plan in place? I do have a plan. Okay, now the question that I want to ask you, if you found out that you had six months to live, would your primary focus still be on hitting that number or would you begin living life and thinking about your life afterwards uh, then? See, that's a very, like, if you ask the question, it seems like an obvious answer. No, no, no. I mean, but, it's not, but yeah. because it's, I'm, I'm, I'm asking. So, and, and well, before you ask, let me tell you why, because mm-hmm. um, five years ago on the 20th, so that was what, six days ago on the 20th of October, 2013, I was in a car accident, broke my leg, um, compound fracture, TIA, you know, and so anyway, blood clots, I died. Right. Mm-hmm. And on that day, I came back. Well, when I came back and I was revived and everything, I said, I'm no longer going to live in pursuit of something that's beyond my reach. I'm going to enjoy what I have. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I, I tell everyone that my job now is to put the fear of death in them before they have to experience it for themselves. So for you and, you know, we've had this conversation since we're something like friends uh, at least three days a week. Uh, yes. At what point do you do you ever feel like you're always striving, always pushing, always going for the next and you don't slow down? Absolutely. I literally just made a huge deal about a week and a half ago and I literally just totally forgot about it. Mm. Like to me, it's just like another day in the park when I think about what just happened a week and a half ago. Like right now I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. I mean, whatever I signed that client, it's whatever happened. But then a week and a half ago, it was like the best day ever. But I, it, I don't really let it last too long because I know there's still more work that needs to be done. So I definitely think I could do a better job of just really sitting down and appreciating what I have right now and what I'm doing. And then not just think about, okay, what's next? Because there's always going to be something next. And with that mindset, it's, it might lead to some success, but it might lead to some also just not feeling like you have enough or you're good enough. Right. So. Okay, so I know that you, uh, part of your growth, and I believe we're both students of growth, especially since we've met, part of your growth has been to join Toastmasters, and you've influenced some of your family, some of your friends uh, with, you know, speaking, and then also asking them to just take steps toward overcoming fear. Um, what, what are your thoughts on influence and leadership as a 20-year-old to your family members, friends, peers, colleagues, or just people who might follow you on social media? What are your thoughts on the influence that you have and the leadership that you exhibit? Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know, Toastmasters is a public speaking 
I guess you could say ongoing course or class. They have them all around the United States. You can probably find one if you go to Toastmasters.org near you. And it's basically Man, just look, ongoing. Look you, boy, I, I like this. I like this. I'm going to let you finish for boy. He plug it. <laughs> hey, Toastmaster, you guys need to go ahead and endorse my man. Just I need like to get on the payroll. Yeah. Right. Put him on the payroll, man. <laughs> go ahead, Alex. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's basically an ongoing public speaking class that helps people with not only public speaking, but then just overall day-to-day communication skills. And I've been doing it for, I would say, nine to ten months. And before, when I was in high school, middle school, I would hate doing presentations. I would literally skip class and take the F instead of doing the presentation because I was so scared. And once I started Toastmasters, it was a total shift in exactly my comfort level with public speaking and even just day-to-day communication. So I introduced Toastmasters to my dad and my stepmom, and they've been doing it. And they, they each have done one speech so far, and neither of them are really that comfortable with public speaking, but they've taken what they've learned in Toastmasters into their work setting, which is really what it's all about. So yeah, it's, Toastmasters has probably been one of the most impactful things in my life so far. All right, so as a young man, uh, what challenges have you seen when it comes to um, influencing your friends and family? Uh-oh, you know what that means? Dos minutos, so go ahead and answer Really? Wow, time's flying. The rapid fire. Go ahead. What was the question again? Oh my gosh, you see, you let the alarm distract you, right? All you heard was two minutes. I said, so as a 20 year old, tell me uh, what are some of the challenges that you've seen uh, just in leadership for people to follow you? Because a lot of times people don't want to follow or take advice from someone younger than them or someone who appears young, such as. Absolutely. No, definitely. That's been the biggest issue is that sometimes I'll have good advice for certain people in certain situations and maybe offer a book for them to read or give them a video to watch or even an audio book to listen to. And maybe they're just like, okay, I changed this kid's diaper. What does he know Mm -hmm. about X, Y, and Z? So that's probably been the biggest challenge. All right. So Mm -hmm. now we've got a couple. I'm excited for this. We've got a few rapid fire questions ready, Mm -hmm. sir. All right. Favorite food. Pizza. Favorite color? Red. Favorite song? None. Favorite artist? None. Well, my bad. Vicente Fernandez. Okay. Favorite movie? Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Favorite superhero? (laughs) Uh, Spider-Man. Mickey Mouse or Bugs Bunny? Neither. Who? No, neither. I know, but who? You give me a cartoon character then. I don't know. Uh, oh, my gosh. Frosted, yeah, flakes, Frosted Flakes or Cocoa Puffs? Frosted Flakes. All right. What one talent do you wish you had that you don't have? I wish I could dance. Oh, Lord. I wish I could sing and dance. Oh, cause I wish you, I could perform, you know. Cause I would you trade any music. little athletic ability that I, that I have for some sort of dancing or singing ability. Okay. Any day. What would you tell – now, this is going to be a tough one for you, but what would you tell yourself, your 10-year younger self, so someone that's 10, what would you tell your 10-year younger self? Do exactly what you're doing because you're, you're going to be awesome in 10 years. <laughs> okay. Last <laughs> yes. one right here. That was a great final answer. No. Last oh, question. What do you want to be said about you when your life on earth ends? 
and I lost you. Oh, here we go. What do you want said I'm about back. you when your life on earth ends? That I was a very generous and nice guy, always willing to help people. That's it. Good stuff, yeah. Mr. Alex Alvarin. Uh, thank you so much for being on the 2-6. We will have to do it again sometime. Absolutely. Uh, preferably in person next time if our schedules allow. Mm -hmm. Thank you, dude. Anything you want to tell the people? No, that's it. Definitely give Neil a follow. I'm sure. I don't even know if he plugs his own Instagram on his own show. It's nah. at world, Mr. World Renowned. Mr. World Instagram, Renowned. His Instagram. That's it. Now give him a follow. Yes. All right, people. Love you guys, man. Don't be average. Be world. I'm not finishing that. Oh. You're not going to finish it? No. All right. Well, hold on, man. Okay, we're, we're done, but we're going to give it one more time. All right, love you guys. Don't be average. Man, you got to finish, dude. Come on. I'm not finishing your sentence. Quit playing, Come man. Come on. Quit playing. Unless I'm your right. best friend. La Are we best friends? You're my bestie. All right, don't be nice. average. Be world-renowned. There we go. Love you guys. This dude is amazing. <laughs>